0: You are listening to a pleasure podcast for more from our sex podcast collective visit pleasurepodcasts.com
1: Hi, I'm Holly Randall and welcome to my podcast Holly Randall unfiltered This is the show about sex the adult industry and the people in it I'm a 21 year veteran of this fascinating little industry So sit back and prepare yourself for a podcast, which is honest, raw, and unfiltered. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Holly Randall Unfiltered. I am so thrilled to be bringing you one of my absolutely favorite people in the adult industry. She is my duet partner on our latest hit song, Sucking Dicks, as you may have seen in our episode filmed live at the AVN show just last month. And uh, she is your favorite award winning MILF and Browser's contract star, the one and only Alexis Fox.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> you know what's so funny is that
1: that little video of us, like, you know, we started singing, sucking dicks before. Yeah. Um, <laughs> someone commented that, like, I had a good singing voice, which is hilarious because I have a t- terrible singing voice. It's like the one thing that I'm actually kind of embarrassed about. Yeah, something you don't do in front of others. No, I don't do karaoke. <laughs> but except for now, my daughter insists that I sing her um, the song from Sleeping Beauty all the Aww. time. So she calls it Princess Booty. <laughs> it's like Mommy sing Princess Booty. <laughs> I love it. And she makes me sing it like several times before she'll go to bed. And so I'm like, and I try to like not sound terrible. And I know my husband's like on the other side of the wall going like, oh. Just like cringing. Putting things in his ears. Yeah. But I mean, she, she loves it, so that's all that matters. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's
0: improving. Maybe,
1: you know, maybe maybe we have a shot here. Maybe we should. I think we should
0: record that. You know, I think put, we should. You know, put it on some vinyl. Oh, my
1: God. What if we actually did that? <laughs>
0: I think it'd be great. If we actually
1: like wrote a song called Sucking Dicks and like yeah. did, I feel like it would be a hit.
0: I think so, too. It doesn't I, matter I mean, it's that gonna I have a hit terrible be everywhere. Voice. <laughs>
1: Can't I just auto tune it anyways and sound like little John and Little? Absolutely.
0: Lusine? They have everything for that. I dated someone a long, long time ago that was in the music industry. And after I saw how like they put her voice together and everything like that, I was like, Oh my God. Is like, anything, you could be anybody. Is anything real anymore? Like, nothing. <laughs> I know. It's scary.
1: It is scary. Oh my God. So as mentioned, we got to briefly chat at the AVN show. Mm-hmm. Um, and then before that, the last time we spoke was actually we did a live interview during quarantine. Do you remember that?
0: Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, I just did I do. it.
1: Yeah, we were all stuck at home. So I was like, I'm going to do the – I called them quarantine chats, just do a bunch of, like, live interviews with people. But that's the long, last time we've had, like, a long-form interview.
0: That is true. That seems like forever ago.
1: It it Right?
0: <laughs> Weirdly enough. You know what's so
1: crazy is I was thinking this the other day. Have you started – um I watched a movie. Have you seen Pearl? No. Okay, so it's like a it's a, a, a origin story from a pre, another movie called X. It's it's really good. But anyways, mm-hmm. it's actually set in the time of the that first pandemic that like nobody mm-hmm. knew existed until this one came around. It was like in the late early 1900s. Oh, I think wow. it was like, the okay. Spanish flu. I'm I probably have the dates wrong, but it was it was a long time ago. So there's people wearing masks and stuff like that. And I was just thinking to myself, watching this going, Jesus Christ, we literally just had a pandemic like two years ago. And I remember yeah. thinking, when is life going to get back to normal? When are we going to be going, able to go around without masks on? And I like couldn't wait for that day. And now that we're at that day, it feels so crazy that that ever happened.
0: Yeah. It feels like a blurb. Yeah. <laughs> like just some kind of weird yeah, in, the, in our in programming in some sort. So. Yeah.
1: But yeah. COVID changed people's lives drastically in so many ways, you know, a lot of people shifted careers, um, or literally just, you know, changed the way that they looked at life. How did how did that whole period affect you? Do you feel like it changed you in any way?
0: I think it changed a lot of my external living. Mm-hmm. Um, it gave me time to kind of sit back and really look at everything. Mm-hmm. Where before, you know, you're, well, even currently now, you're on the go, you're on the go, you're on the go. It, you kind of really have to learn to stop. Okay, what's all going on here? Uh, what do I need in my life? Why don't, why don't I need in my life? Who places things, yeah. all those things. And it kind of gave me an opportunity to really weed out what I needed to weed out. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a great, um, opportunity for expansion for me. Um, I was able to really set forth some goals and really just kind of nipped away at them and mm-hmm. crushed them a- as I went. Mm-hmm. Um, really just kind of cleared the way. It's like, it was good for me in yeah. that perspective. Um, yeah. And it also, like, what, what what's really important to me? What yeah. do I, you know, what my priorities are? Yeah. And what I valued as far as, like, gosh, just, you know, nature, just be able to go out in nature, you mm-hmm. know, and, and uh, hike and, and also creating more balance in my life Yeah. was really important. Yeah. But yeah, give me an opportunity to set structure for that.
1: Yeah, that balance thing is, is so hard, right? And I feel like that's something that we're always. Trying to find,
0: yeah, I think it's always ever changing. It's going to yeah. be an ebb and flow. I mean, I think that's how life is. It's like our breath. It's in. it We inhale, and we exhale. We have moments in our life where we have huge expansions. Like I feel, I went through a huge expansion, expansion of the last few years, and I can feel myself withdrawing within and saying, "Okay, where am I going to go now? And where do I want to reevaluate myself?" Mm-hmm. So with that ebb and flow, I think that's just normal. I think like we just got to learn to flow that. Yeah. So but it that?
1: sounds like you're comfortable with, like, the ebb. You I know? am. The, the – okay, you have the expansion and then you have the pause. I feel that, at least for myself, and I I do feel that society pushes this idea as well, that you have to constantly be hustling, constantly growing. Like, there's – if if there's a moment of pause or – you know, a break that you're, you're failing or you're getting behind. Oh
0: yeah. Look at our numbers on Instagram and all that crap. Like, oh, your account only reached this much. Well, oh, yeah. what, because I didn't post every day? Like, yeah, I don't yeah, really yeah. care. That's <laughs> true. That is I so don't true. because what, ha- well, you know, what's more important to me than anything else is my internal happiness mm-hmm. and, and making sure that I'm present with those people that are most important in my life, including myself. And giving myself that. So if I don't post for a couple of days, I don't care. Let, let, let the al- algorithm throw me on the bottom. Like, whatever. Yeah. Like, it'll bounce back up. And then I'll, like, have my moments where I feel, like, really creative. And I'll be, like, on my thing for a while. But I really try not to because I look at myself more as an artist. And I don't think, like, real art is just created, like, nonstop. We mm-hmm. don't just, like, shove that out of our veins left and right. We might have moments and periods where the creativity just might th- uh, flow for us. But I just don't. I think that I think we've been sold this idea that we have to constantly create, and I just I just don't buy into it. Yeah, you know I think it like everybody was like, oh, what's your next calendar going to be? Da 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 Because I did this grandiose, you know, twenty I, like I, it was a passion project. It was mm-hmm. something I wanted to do, and I was like, I didn't do one. <laughs> I, I didn't feel like it.
1: You know, I was, <laughs> I, was, I was I was talking to Angela White about this actually, and she was like expressing the frustration around how. You know, she's she's come out, she's done something big, spectacular, whatever. She does like a media tour, she discusses it. And then people are like, So what's next? It's like, Yeah, dude, I just <laughs> I just made this thing. I just did this the big thing. I put all this work into it. Like, can we not just Enjoy what I just... Yeah, can we, but, can we revel in it a little yeah, bit? Like, like just, I want
0: to sh- splash around, <laughs> marinate. Like, let me have it for a moment. Yeah, and,
1: because then it makes, like, that... It makes accomplishing that almost not worth anything. Yeah. If you can't
0: like, it, enjoy... It, it's, what, it's that instant gratification almost. Yeah. I mean, when people are living through their phones and not actually through their eyeballs anymore. God, that's so true. That's so true. <laughs> and it's like... And,
1: and I get frustrated with myself about that because I'll set this goal forth and I will work hard to achieve it and I'll achieve it. And then when I achieve it... I'll be like, eh, well, what's next? i told myself that. And it's like, yeah. well, can't? why can't you just, like, pat yourself on the back and like, appreciate wow. where you got to? And it, it reminds me of that saying, you know, like, it's the journey, not the destination. Mm-hmm. And it's true because whenever I hit that destination, I'm like, eh, yeah. doesn't, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, I was convinced that once I got to this point that everything – that would be – like my pinnacle and everything would be fall into place and I'd be so happy with that yeah. and that would be the completion I was looking for and it never is
0: I, yeah I think those are also like little steps along our way you know what I mean and like that isn't a, that it's never going to be completed yeah you know Um I mean maybe at death or, or it will be completed in some way or at some aspect yeah you know, I mean the, we're
1: forced to wrap it up right like, <laughs> I guess it's just like God's like your time is up you know what? you've
0: had plenty of time here <laughs> You haven't got an hour we cutting off, like, sorry, lady. <laughs> but oh, we do have God. to stop and take a moment and really do congratulate your, congratulate yourself. Like, mm-hmm. I noticed when I just bought um, my house recently; it's my first home, mm-hmm. it was a big deal for me, and um, I had to like literally take a moment. And I I still sit like I'll just sit around. I'm looking, I'm like, like, like yesterday I was in my jacuzzi and I was like, oh my God, this is mine. <laughs> <laughs> and I felt like, what, How? I know where I'm on the right path and it feels good and like those moments it's because I feel like it, like this little tickle, like almost like my, my heart is tickling around mm-hmm. the entire structure of it. My mm-hmm. lungs feel tickly. I don't know how to describe it. I feel like I'm being tickled from the inside out. <laughs> and it really, I think I just... I think that's what pure, I think that's what pure joy is. And so when you reach those 11, uh, times of pure joy, maybe that's, you know, that's those excitement moments. Right. Maybe it's not just going to be like this big wow party, but like yeah. notice yourself, like get those little, start taking moments, uh, being more aware of those moments that you just feel that tickle on the inside. Yeah. And those little sweet moments of joy is. What and I'm actually be trying. present
1: in those moments. Yeah. Right. And
0: that's where, that, and that's where I think you're going to feel the tickle. Yeah. Is being that present. Yeah.
1: I find that that's another thing that I struggle with. And I remember I was reading, um, is it Emmett Fox? Um, why am I? I feel like I completely just butchered his name. He wrote, oh, Someone kill me. <laughs> Which fuck? I'm fucking Googling this shit because now, now it's going to drive me crazy. <laughs>
0: He's I murdered like, one of my favorite authors the other day, and I was like, I was, I was like oh, my God, I just murdered this guy's name. I, I know. All, I follow him. This,
1: okay, yes, it is Emmett Fox, The Sermon on the Mound.
0: Oh, okay, I've heard of that, but yeah. I haven't. Yeah, so
1: it's it's a really great book, um, and this is the one I'm talking about, right, because he's written a fucking fuck ton of these. I'm pretty sure this is the book. Anyways, my point is, is that he talks a lot about being present, and one of the things that really struck me is that he talks about going to, like, this beautiful meadow. He went on a hike with a friend. They, like, made it to this beautiful meadow that they traveled all this way to go see or something like that. And she's looking at it, and she says, God, this is so gorgeous. I can't wait to come here again. And he was talking about how, like, even in that moment, she's not in the present. She's already in the future of, like, like,
0: when I'm going to
1: come back. It's like, but you're here right now. Yeah. Why are you thinking about...
0: Like, why did you already leave the place? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> why, exactly. why are we planning our next trip here already exactly. when you haven't even like you know? And I think explore this. I think that all the time, like
1: all of these, the you know, I mean, really, like the other day, I was, I was trying to, I always try to um, work on gratitude and, and appreciating what I have mm-hmm. rather than wanting something more because I'm always in that that mode of like wanting the next thing. And I was like, I have like this great life when you come to think about it like I have a husband that I love I have like a daughter that I love I have like a career that I love I have friends and family and all this kind of stuff and you know this is like everything that I probably would have dreamed of if I could have looked at where I'm at right now like 20 years ago I would have been like oh my god that's it so why can't I be present in these moments and enjoy these moments that I dreamt about my
0: whole life yeah you're gonna have to do some meditation on that I was gonna say what (laughs) Can't you just give me an instant gratification answer? That's what you hear. Fix uh, me, Alexis. It's it, you know I think it well a you're becoming more self aware that you're not maybe not being present in those moments. I, I you know what honestly I'm gonna recommend just really diving into some more boxing. Mm. Boxing is a great practice of staying present in the moment because once you take your mind off of what like your your breath work and all of a sudden everything's into flow and you're like oh I could think something else. You're getting hit. Yeah. So just think about and like what I like what I like to do is in those moments I'm trying to train my brain like this is this is what being present's like this is mm-hmm. what being present's like so that I can just continue to be there. And my brain will automatically go into that, that mode. Does that make sense? Yeah. You're exercising your brain just as much as you exercise your muscles. Yeah. So you're training yourself to be present in those moments. And when you feel yourself picking up the phone or putting it down, or if you have an event, hire a photographer and that way you put your phone away. I've learned to just not have my phone at events anymore and just rely on other people to do those things.
1: You know, that's such a good point about events because so many times I have tried to just do everything myself to save money and this this is actually very sad but I put on my father's funeral last month and I like I was like I'm not going to do anything like Mm -hmm. I just want to like be able to celebrate my dad's life I don't want to think about Mm -hmm. shit I don't want to like so I hired a caterer Carla Lane did a great job shout out to Carla thank you amazing. yeah so Carla came and catered it um you know got like an ATV person who came in with the monitor and the sound system like just all of the things like someone handled parking so I didn't have to think about any of it and afterwards I was like I mean as, as shitty as it was that like It was my father's funeral, like a party that I never wanted to host. It was literally like one of the best parties that I've ever planned.
0: (laughs) Maybe there's a lesson in that.
1: I know, right? But yeah, yeah, the event, and I, and I was. It's funny because when I was thinking about planning all this, I thought event photographer, but I was like, it's a little weird to have an event photographer at a funeral, so maybe not for this one. Maybe not for
0: that one. (laughs) (laughs) I get get why you might not want one there. I totally respect that. My dad died. Oh God. I just got a vision, so what people would be doing, like, it would be, like, a, just a constant me, my, my brain right now, stop, <laughs> <laughs> not even, they shouldn't be laughing,
1: oh, I know, but I mean, like, you gotta laugh, man, because, like, how to. else can you deal with life, I
0: laugh so much, I'm gonna have my dimples worked on, because the muscles are so tight, they just keep going in further in my face, I'm like, great, people are gonna be hiking, those soon, <laughs> people like, a little cliffhanger, <laughs>
1: We did actually I do laugh
0: a lot though.
1: You do, you do. And that's and I, I mentioned this when we last spoke. I mean, you've like such an infectious positive personality. You're such a pleasure to be around. Like everyone loves you. And um, you mentioned that you very much embrace the light and the dark sides of you. And, you know, we were at AVN, there was a lot of going on, didn't have time to delve into that. Could you maybe explain a little bit more what you mean by that?
0: Yeah, I'm actually – I just got a new book I'm going to start reading too. It's even called The uh, Dark Psychology of of For Your Better Life or something Mm -hmm. like that. A friend of mine just recommended it to me. And, you know, like I think a lot of people just think I just walk around always smiling and stuff like that. It's just – you know, it's your mindset on how you go through things. Mm -hmm. And know that, you know, you're – it's kind of hard to put it Also, I just do life. (laughs) I don't know how to describe everything. But – you have to be comfortable with yourself, mm-hmm. just in and out. And that's not constant, like, uh, constant work for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I can always turn on a happy anytime. But it's also – it's nice to sit with myself when I'm sad. And it's yeah. okay to sit with myself and understand, like, why what was the situation that made me angry and, you know, why do, why do I feel that way? Mm-hmm. And I, I, I do sit in silence a lot. And I highly recommend being alone and sitting in silence and really kind of figuring yourself out from the inside out. Yeah. Um, And know that you're all these things and that happiness and all these and the way that you are is always a choice. Mm -hmm. Everything's of direct balance. You have life. You have death. Without death, it would give life no meaning because people wouldn't give a shit what they do. Right. Right. Um, If you didn't – if life – and then it's the same direct rebalance if life didn't exist and we all just were like – Yeah. We wouldn't exist. Yeah. Um, It's just – You know, you're going to find your way through all that. And like in a pendulum on some some moments, you're going to feel very light and airy into those moments. And that's great. And it's okay to find, you know, yourself in a darker moment Mm -hmm. and feel that sadness and feel the anger and understand, okay, this is what I feel right now and feel it that moment. And that also releases you from carrying that with you. Mm
1: Does that make sense? No, I can't even tell you how much that makes sense because I think one of my biggest issues and this is why you know alcohol became such a big part of my life and such a problem for me is that i didn't want to feel those dark feelings i only wanted yeah. to chase the happy all the time and you know ultimately like a lot of us turns me, out drinking 24/7 isn't good for you and ultimately <laughs> makes you fucking miserable <laughs> <Yeah>. spoiler alert <laughs> spoiler alert
0: it's actually an antidepressant actually didn't, depressant didn't work at <laughs> yeah. all yeah um, yeah
1: so you know now that i have a, several years of sobriety under my belt those those moments of having to feel my feelings as unfucking comfortable as they are, and believe me, I got a heavy dose of that when my dad died. Like, mm-hmm. so grateful to now like embrace that process yes. because the crying, you know, the the allowing those feelings to be felt to be acknowledged is the only way that they're going to pass through you and continue on. Because you're right, you will. Otherwise, you carry them with you. you. Carry
0: with you, and that's what makes people sick. Yeah. You know, you keep if you carry and harbor any of the any emotion, yeah. you know, like good, extreme goodness and extreme sadness, it's all the same. Like yeah. it's all extremes, right? Yeah. Um. If you're gonna carry that, just know you're gonna carry that weight. You're gonna probably make yourself sick. Mm-hmm. So it's best to, or for me, and I again, I can only speak for my own personal journey and everything like that. But for me, it's better for me to go in as a warrior towards these things mm-hmm. and and try to understand it as best of my abilities and and feel it and cry and scream and feel that gut wrenching thing go out to the mountains scream it out <laughs> yeah. take a, a log beat the tree feel it yeah you're alive and how yeah. lucky are you to feel those feelings yeah I mean that's a blessing as it is. Yeah. So I'm I have so much gratitude for those moments just yeah. as much, and sometimes those catastrophic kind of <sighs> unleashed moments are your catalyst into a better life and a better you.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean I've definitely been trying to like harness that. Like okay. You know, what can I take away from my father's death? And, you know, I guess it would be like appreciation for life.
0: Yeah. And transmute you know, transmutation is a really good way of taking like these situations that come into our lives that could really tear us apart and are mm-hmm. traumatic mm-hmm. Um, and transmute that into something beautiful. Yeah. And that's what I try to do with anything that comes my way. It's like, yeah. OK, I'm going to take this on. I'm going to recognize it. I'm going to hug it. I'm going to feel it the fuck out. And then I'm going to transmute that into some beautiful art, or I'm going yeah. like probably that's where my calendar came from because yeah. I was coming through something, and I needed to express, you know, yeah. this feminine divine whatever I was feeling. Uh, you know, I I did it more in a zodiac base, but I feel like we're all we're all part of each other in some way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I really highly recommend transmutation. Yeah,
1: because <laughs> you're so right. I mean, the greatest pieces of art, the greatest artists. Um, those are all been born out of like pain and tragedy. Yeah. You know, it's like that's what drives creativity is like awful as that is. But I guess, you know, that's the spectrum, right? You have to feel the sad to appreciate I, the happy. And then yeah. and I think people also relate to I mean, you know, some of the greatest movies of all time are those movies that like have those heart wrenching moments where you I, really feel for them. Right. But yeah. that's like the human condition. We all relate to that.
0: I can, yeah, I can listen to a conversation and feel that, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? But I I I kind of think there's such a beauty into pain. And I think yeah. it's actually really beautiful when you can kind of really kind of feel it out, feel all the wrinkles of it out. Yeah. And I, I just, I don't know. I'm just very accepting of it. Was I always that way? No. I think I've just become that over time and probably just with certain practices in my life and mm-hmm. everything like that and really kind of accepted This is how it's going to go. This is how life is. Yeah,
1: so true. So
0: breathe.
1: (sighs) (sighs) All right, guys, we're going to take a quick breather um, to hear from our sponsors, and then we're going to be right back. We all know how Manscaped is a leader in men's personal grooming, but did you know that they're now expanding their products to help take care of your face, too? You have to check out their new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. It is the ultimate package that makes it easier than ever for you to craft your signature look. Trust me, guys, my husband has a beard, and the way that he trims it is everything. This beard hedger is really the only beard trimmer you will ever need. It has a titanium coated T blade that is tough on hair but smooth on your face, leading to single stroke efficiency that brings satisfaction one stroke at a time. This is waterproof, cordless, and has a rotary wheel that gives you 20 hair cutting lengths, all with one guard so no more messy drawers full of extra add-ons. This Pro Kit is so much more than a trimmer, though. It comes with four dermatologist-tested formulations for your post-trim care. The Pro Beard Kit also comes with three free gifts, a beard brush, comb, and scissors to ensure your beard is ready to impress. It's time for you to upgrade your game by going to manscaped.com and using our code HOLLY for 20% off plus free shipping. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com, but only if you use our code HOLLY. Trust Manscaped for the only right tools for the job. You will thank me later. Everyone is different, especially when it comes to your health needs and goals. And that's why Care-of is here to make it easier than ever to stick to a vitamin routine personally tailored to your everyday wellness. Who has time to research all the different supplements on the market and figure out which ones are best for you? Of takes the guesswork out of getting on track with your health with their easy five minute quiz. They'll ask you about your lifestyle and health goals and come up with a personalized, doctor backed recommendation on what supplements are right just for you. You'll then get your package or vitamins shipped directly to your door in individual packets that you can easily grab on your way out the door. I love the convenience of this. I'm usually in a rush, so knowing that I can just grab a few and stick them in my purse for later is so helpful. Honestly, guys, I've been using care of vitamins for a few years now, and it's the one part of my nutritional goals that I've been able to easily and consistently keep. They even have a free app that's there to help track your progress and how you feel. You can even earn rewards like discounts and merch when you take your vitamins daily. For 50% off of your first care of order, go to take of.com and enter code Holly 50. That's 50% off of your first order. All you have to do is go to take care of.com and make sure that you enter your code Holly 50. Take care of your health with care of vitamins. All right, guys, we are back. So, um, if you haven't picked up on it already, I lost my father last month. I've mentioned that many times. Sorry. I will eventually get off like the sad train and we'll talk about dicks again one day. I promise. Um, but, uh, it's made me think a lot about death and like our short time on this earth. I mean, to be fair, like I thought a lot about death before that. I I mean, I don't know about you, but sometimes I lay awake at night and like ponder non existence and like how what is that and like how does that happen and like what's that like? If it's like nothing because it's non existence. I just so I'm just wondering like how do you think about death? What do you think what do you think happens to us after
0: well, first, we die. I think about it a lot. I'm probably talking about it a lot with my friends. I'm like, because i have already started to plan my my celebration of life. Like, really? Oh my god, I'm gonna throw the best fucking party. <laughs> there will be no sadness, like no sad tears.
1: Are you gonna hire like, a photographer, an event
0: oh, cool, photographer? Yeah, I'm <laughs> shit. Like, take a picture with me. <laughs> I'll be watching. <laughs> Like a, like a fucking weekend at Birdie situation, totally. we'll sit you up in
1: a chair with like a hat. And
0: oh on. my god, I would love it! Oh my god, I just want everybody to have a lot of fun Ugh. and I want everybody to laugh. Like, I do think about it because I'm yeah. like, you know, I think about ways of like when I do, <clears throat> when I whether it's passing on to another life or you know, or passing whatever we, mm-hmm. we leave this, this physical here, I'm not going to put a boundaries on infinity. Okay, mm-hmm. so yeah, whatever that is. Um, I, like, I think about, like, when I leave here, how, like, how, how am I leaving my friends? Are they going to leave, you know, what, what are they going to remember me as? And, and I think that's important. I want them to laugh, you know, because I laugh a lot. I'm a really happy person. So don't come to my celebration life sad. (laughs) No sad tears. But like, you know, um, I lived a good life and, you know, um, I'm not saying like, woohoo, I'd be excited to go tomorrow. But like, I also understand that that is part of life. Mm -hmm. And so that makes, you know, living every single day, you know, to my, so to my fullest of whatever extent that is. And maybe Mm -hmm. my fullest is laying around on the couch that day. Yeah. Totally perfectly fine. Um, to live um to live happy and make sure that, you know, I show gratitude for all those little things in my life. Like having food in my fridge, waking up, taking my first breath, having my pup you know, my puppies near me, be able to work at home and spend that time with them. Mm-hmm. Like all those little things add up. Um, but yeah, I do think about it. And what happens after, man, it's just I you know, I'm pretty sure I have guardian angels. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm sure we have like people that look um or just, I think there's guides. I think there's been guidance in yeah. my life. Yeah, you know what what that is. I'm not exactly sure. I'm not an expert in that field. But yeah. um, I I I do talk to the universe all the time. Mm-hmm. I talk. I'll even say God. Whether what what that means, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I think that can be hugely expansive. You mm-hmm. can also look at you know God is in each of us. That's a light. Mm-hmm. Uh, a light source, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> but you know, I'm just like, and what I say is just like really my affirmations and my gratitude. I mm-hmm. try to do that every single day. Yeah, um, that way, when I, I there's no regrets.
1: Yeah, it's it's interesting because there is, you know, I, I think about you putting that light and love out, and how people are attracted to that, right? So there is this energy that we create around ourselves, and mm-hmm. and it's interesting because you know a lot of we, we talk about science in the physical and this kind of relates to that documentary that i mentioned to you mm-hmm. when we were emailing back and forth i don't know if you got a chance to see it
0: i did i caught a little a little bit of it yeah did
1: you watch the first episode or i got the first episode okay.
0: on close to the end of the second episode
1: okay so so sorry guys this documentary is called life after death right surviving or, death surviving death mm-hmm. thank you um it's on netflix and uh, we watched the first episode, and I was pretty taken with it because I'm I'm like a science person. Though I, I also like you think that there's probably something else that we mm-hmm. don't understand. But I also want to hear, um, I want to hear ideas about that base in some kind of science, you know, yeah, like rooted in like the logical that helps me digest it. And what I really liked about it is they had these professors and talking about consciousness and. You know, I'm basically talking about the limitations of science because we can only measure the physical and what happens when the physical brain dies. And all of these crazy stories about when people's brains literally died and they had these out-of-body experiences. And I can say that my mother had something like that. So when she was um, giving birth to my sister, she had a C-section and they gave her too much anesthetic and her heart stopped. And she absolutely – and my mother is not like a woo-woo spiritual woman at all, like not even close – and she absolutely, like, remembers floating through a tunnel, feeling super peaceful. Like, all of these benchmarks that they spoke about people who have these near-death experiences mm-hmm. have, like, feel, floating through a tunnel, some kind of portal, um, being able to hear everything that's going on in the room, this sense of, like, peace and calm. She had all of those things. So um, I just found all of that to be so incredibly interesting. And I, and I really liked that first episode because it also... I liked the idea that, you know, when your brain is, you know, essentially dead, that you could still possibly hear because, you know, my father, he fell and he got a catastrophic brain bleed. That's what ended up killing him. And when we took him off life support, um, he was brain dead, but we were still talking to him. And even though like in my mind, I was like, well, he can't hear us. Like his brain isn't functioning. There was a part of me that was like, maybe he can.
0: Yeah. And
1: so that kind of gave me some, some comfort there so I really liked that first episode and then I have to say the second episode I was kind of like oh, okay this is kind of stupid <laughs> the
0: medium yeah, yeah
1: like the medium and the ectoplasm I don't know what do you think of the second episode I was like
0: yeah I think a, like a, I like I kind of lost a little went in and out of that that one a little bit yeah. you know but the first one I really did enjoy and I think I like I maybe think of like maybe think of two things actually maybe think of anesthesia mm-hmm. like wh- where do we go in our anesthesia where's our brains yeah. in that moment yeah and it made me also think of ayahuasca mm-hmm. um, and going through those death-like experiences. Which, which
1: I know you've you've done.
0: Yeah. So, like, the, it made me think of those two things. Um, but it's really, really interesting. And then also made me think, I lost my father a long a while ago. And, you know, being there and seeing how his face went, you know, when their faces go from um, – Probably just unsure to almost like there was almost like a sweeping calmness over mm-hmm. So it was just really interesting to kind of piece those things together, and listening to these people's story. Yeah, you know, especially the woman with the waterfall. Yeah, I was like, "Whoa, that's just crazy!" You yeah, your bones break at the same time. Like, yeah, just, that's insane.
1: And she was like brain dead for like thirty minutes, or yeah, she was underwater was really, for thirty yeah, minutes. Really that was long. Nuts. That's
0: been, yeah. And she was a doctor, so I was like, okay, so...
1: Yeah, I mean, they really, like, they, they definitely were very careful about the kind of people that they chose to interview, yeah. and, like, you know, and, of course, the skeptical in me is watching this and okay, going, okay, like, she... Because I think she's, like, a neuro-spine surgeon, so she's a very specialized field. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like, okay, even though she's a doctor, like, doctors can still, like, just talk shit, you know what yeah, I mean? Like they can still Like, be we're, liars. yeah, anybody can be human. So what I found <laughs> super interesting was that story about that woman, Pam... Who had the aneurysm?
0: Oh yeah, and they had to yeah, like yeah. stop
1: her heart and like didn't and they have to like drain all of her blood? Yeah, they
0: had to drain it out in order to drain the like that that to blood sack or aneurysm. whatever. I don't even know what yeah. it is, but yeah. whatever it is, they had to drain her blood. I don't, I don't know, it but was crazy. like whatever it is, it's crazy. And then she was able to basically just say about everything that was in that yeah in the room.
1: And she was like, and I also don't understand how she was brain dead for an hour. I think it was they say fifty oh, minutes. Wow. I don't it was an enormous time. amount of time. Yeah. Um, obviously, there were some other things going on that kept her brain from dying off that they didn't explain in the episode. But um, yeah, she so she had this lot of body experience and she was able to like see everything and explain in detail the, the tools they used, where people were standing. And I think for that, what got me was when they interviewed the doctor, the surgeon who
0: yeah.
1: who performed on her and he was like... I cannot explain. explain how she knew these things. Yeah, because I was like, okay, what does he have to gain from this?
0: Do you think that's part of consciousness? Or yeah, consciousness. That's kind that of like there's an area in there that we just cannot explain.
1: That's what that one professor was saying. He yeah. was like, sure, the brain dies. He's like, but what about consciousness? Yeah, that's you know, what like that we don't we like, don't understand that. Yeah, and it's like one of those those things that you know that like that that sixth sense or something that we can't really explain. Like, you know how you f- you can feel it when someone's staring at you? Oh, You dude, don't see thoughts them. Thoughts are
0: things. If I have a thought, I'm yeah. like, oh, I got to be careful. Yeah. Because <laughs> will, they will transpire somewhere along yeah. the way. So I make sure my thoughts are really, like, <laughs> precise and good. Yeah. And if but I start even, to have a bad one, it's Even
1: thing. that one basic thing that, like, because yeah. everyone's had that experience yeah. where, like, they feel someone's staring yeah. at them. You don't see them. So, like, there's no physical explanation as to why you know there's someone behind you staring at you, but you feel it. So what is that? Or you, know? Or
0: you just know something's going to happen and then all of a sudden does. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Some it's crazy just conne- shit.
0: Yeah. It's some connectivity. It's some crazy shit. <laughs> We're plugged in. <laughs> um, what do you think our purpose on this planet
1: is? Yeah. <sighs> Do we have a purpose or are we just like all, you know, trying to organize chaos? Is that like what life is? I think it could be a
0: little bit of both of those things. I think also purposes, I think, might change throughout times as you go through like your these different life cycles, you know, Mm -hmm. whether it's like, you know, I think we go through different cycles, whether it's like, I feel like I went through a six year life cycle recently Mm. and it tapered off. So now I'm like re-entering another life cycle of mine. It's Mm -hmm. like different long chapters or something. Yeah. Um. And I think, like, each of those, the purpose changed, you know. So I think right now I'm trying to figure out what's my new purpose. Where am I going to go? Because, like, I expanded all this amount. Yeah. Cleared out all this stuff, this baggage. So now I'm, like, starting fresh and new. Now where do I go? Yeah. So I think my purpose changed.
1: But do you know what I mean, though? Because I'm thinking about it on a more general level. Like, is our purpose to be happy? Is our purpose to enjoy to other people? Is our purpose to, like, change the lives of those of those of us those around us is our like oh. like why are we here <laughs> why are you and I even to here, TikTok. We here?
0: <laughs> just kidding
1: there you go that's what it is
0: <laughs> just admit lipstick on TikTok <laughs> I don't know um I guess on a general way I think like I don't know if it's just general one purpose like I think you could you know live life um to be happy um I think like let me reorganize my thoughts on that because – what am I trying to say? It's a
1: weird question, right? Because – Yeah. It, like, what, well, from, it, what to, like yeah, from what perspective, too? Like, from the planet's to, perspective? I could look
0: at it as a way of – you know, my, my, my purpose as a, like, singularity of my own and, and taking it out of, out of the world. But, like, maybe my purpose is just, you know, going through this life and, and figuring, you know, different things out mm-hmm. for me as a human being. Um, and what that happiness could be, mm-hmm. and I think that does definitely changes. Um, I kind don't of like know. Life
1: is like a puzzle, and you have to like put it together. Yeah,
0: we're putting it together throughout the whole time. I, that's why I'm having a hard like I can't just think of one purpose. Yeah, my, my life has had. Yeah, you know, I think you know when you go through a bunch of different things, I think that those purposes change. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's just to be happy either.
1: Yeah, that seems kind of too. Arbitrary. Although that's
0: also something really really great to achieve. Right,
1: because if you're happy then y- that usually means that you're bringing happiness to other people. Mm-hmm. So then it is it to affect the lives around you in a positive way. And and then in that sense that could be different for everybody. For an artist it could be to create great art for, you know, a mother or a father it could be to raise, you know, children who feel loved, for a scientist it could be to cure cancer. Yeah.
0: And I think more aligned you are with whatever that is for you. Yeah. I think that's lifting your vibration and that's what's vibrating out and attracting whatever into your yeah. life.
1: And you know, they say that the key to happiness, um, because you know, that's the one thing that I think everyone's searching for, right? We're all like literally all we want is to be happy. Now the way that we go about it is different for <laughs> everybody different, yeah. and often misdirected. Um but the one that really resonated with me was uh forget his name but he said that generally human beings are happiest when they feel they have a purpose like we're like you know we 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 are we are human be we're human beings that are doing even though they say don't be a human doing be a human being but you know what i'm saying like like we want to feel like we're contributing to
0: but is that coming from an ego because are we like is our ego just saying that we have to contribute to something to be important yeah i don't know you know
1: I mean, we should be contributing something somehow, right? Even if, again, it's just bringing happiness and joy to, like, your friends and people around you. Yeah, I think... Like, you shouldn't be, like, sucking, like, the life out of the world. (laughs) Hopefully
0: not. Hopefully not. We're being vampires to one another. That'd be horrible. But I also feel like if you're... Like, if you're just... If you're getting more aligned and you're radiating that, you're going to bring happiness to other people. Yeah. You know, if you're controlling and you are going to be that vampire, you've chosen that side to do mm-hmm. that. And so you're going to, you know, limit yourself that way. Yeah. Um, but, oh, shoot, what was I was going to say, I just completely brain farted. Sorry.
1: Well, <laughs> we can, um, I know that we have to wrap this up on the soonish side. Oh, no, we're good. We gotta, Wait, no, we're not. We have five minutes. Eight minutes. Ernie, we have eight minutes. You said we have eight minutes.
0: I can come back. <laughs> so now that, now that we have eight
1: minutes, let's talk about like a very, um, very, this is a very serious subject. Um, what is your ideal? How did you know I wasn't going to be serious? I can tell. <laughs> what is your ideal penis size?
0: I Just because, you know, size. people are going
1: to be like, what's all this existential talk about? <laughs> like, when are they going to talk about dicks? Here we are. We're talking about dicks. <laughs> Alexis, what do you think about well, dicks? the
0: key to happiness of a nice dick. <laughs> <laughs> the purpose of my life is dick size. As <laughs> your cock <gasps> I got to tell you. Um, let's see. Perfect size. I don't know, like, really size-wise, but, like – uh, you know, nothing that's too big or too small, to be mm. honest. Because, like, too big, I'm only going to be able to do that every so often.
1: Like your like – uh, Pray for
0: my vag tomorrow. Tomorrow with dread. <laughs> yes. who we love. I love him to dearly. We, everyone
1: <laughs> loves dread. But your vagina might be like, can we only well, love him, like, once, once every couple of months? Once every
0: five years, apparently. That's where I'm going for right now. Um <laughs> <laughs> Shit. But uh, I forgot he was going to say right now. Uh, oh, your perfect, perfect penis size. size. Jeez, <laughs> Caught on dread. And I totally forgot. You know, just something that fits nice. Uh, definitely, probably bigger than six inches. Um, mm-hmm. Smaller than ten, maybe. That's, <laughs> that's a fucking big
1: range. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Seven it's, to no, nine. Okay, a, seven to eight. I don't know. That's a, I don't think. Any, Look, story, I'm so used to. it. Like it's like
1: anywhere in
0: between somewhere between that. You know what it is? I think I get so much porn dick. I don't yeah. even know what like what is the average dick out yeah, there. Yeah, that's
1: true. You're definitely not um you're not dealing with average dicks on a daily basis.
0: No, and I'm like you know I've been single for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, I'm, I'm I'm happy to get a worm once in a while. <laughs> that's not on camera. I'm like, oh, what are we gonna do here? What is this? <laughs> I mean, why do you think that? You know, we were
1: talking earlier about how you know we were talking earlier about Dredd and you know, Dred's been on my podcast. If you guys haven't seen the interview, go check it out because it's it's great. He's so lovely. Um, but you know, that podcast did insanely well, and my audience is ninety six ninety eight percent men. So generally, male performers don't perform terribly well on my show. They usually get much lower. The only numbers.
0: time they don't perform well, I know. <laughs> The only oh, time they-, <laughs> they have to talk. Oh, shit. <laughs> Sorry, guy. Can I just
1: bust my dick out Yeah, yeah, yeah. for me?
0: Yeah. <laughs> that- oh, my God.
1: <laughs> but Dredd did, like, so well. It's one of, like, my top episodes. Like, people are just crazy about him. And it's just so interesting to me that people are so obsessed with his dick. And I just think, like, it must mean – I think it means more to men and women. Because, yeah. like, society in general, we're so obsessed with penis size than just, like, you know – the, the insertion situation and satisfying a woman it seems to suggest like power and virility and it's, like
0: yeah it's it's i've seen a lot of penises come yeah. my way mm-hmm. um whether it was <laughs> invited in the uh on the of or yeah. or unsolicited, <laughs> unsolicited on my twitter piss. thanks yeah. buddy um i've seen a lot of dicks and i don't know why um I don't know. And is it just and sometimes I gotta wonder, is it just an American culture that's obsessed with dicks? Or is it like obsessed with dicks all around, all all over the place? But yeah, dick sizes. I think just it's so, everywhere.
1: I think it's everywhere.
0: Such a like obsession. And I've seen all sorts, like really tiny, like, you know, micropenis with huge fucking balls, and it's like and they have like these huge cum loads, and you're like, oh my God. And then you'll have a massive-sized dick with a small set of balls and, like, you know, watery. Like, where's that cum low? <laughs> Jesus, dude. Maybe leave that fucking thing alone. Get some get some zinc and eat it a banana, buddy. That was not impressive. <laughs> I would not expect would, a large set of balls with a micropenis. Oh, I, sometimes, yeah. I would even have them, like, wrap their balls up around their little micropenis and, like, you know. Do you get a lot it. of, like, micropenis, oh, like, I get dick I get, like, you know – um, well, I get all sorts. You know, yeah. I have a lot of I have all sorts. I have my sissy boys and
1: So the micro penises, do you generally find that sorry, I don't know why I'm obsessed with this topic. Um do They're you cute. generally <laughs> find that that those guys like are looking for smh like small penis humiliation or do they
0: majority I find are they
1: okay so it's so interesting
0: majority i think they do get off on that i mean i think they've taken um their dick and they're like okay this is what's going to get me off yeah you know maybe that was their first exposure to sexual pleasure with somebody you know humiliating them in some sense and that just clicked off in their head yeah you know like Sometimes that for, that sometimes people's first and sexual experiences or experiences can mm-hmm. influence what their fetishes may be later on, I think.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, I'm not a psychologist. Don't quote me on that. But, like, yeah. from what I've seen, I just feel like, you know, when I start talking and I've had fa- fans, you know, some of my fans have been here with me for now uh, almost um, 12 years, 12 yeah. and a half years. He'll so be 13 in July. Wow. Um, and they remember me from all sorts, Bang Bros yeah. days, all that stuff. But, yeah, the micro penis with the big balls is always exciting But um, <laughs> all shapes and sizes.
1: But they're all, different... they're all worthy of love.
0: Oh, They are. They are. <laughs> so they are much adorable. love. <laughs> so
1: much love. Maybe your purpose in life is to just love all the penis. You know,
0: I, you know. thinking about it, like I was thinking about – I do think about purpose of life, you know, here and there. Or and, um, <laughs> when I'm by myself. But I think, like, sometimes my purpose in life is I provide a very safe – Safe space and a happy place for people, mm-hmm. um, especially I feel like when they come over to my house, um, mm-hmm. people learn to relax. They can feel be themselves. My fans across the line, my, my cucks, my, my sissy boys, mm-hmm. all those guys, they feel comfortable to share their fetish with me. Mm-hmm. Um, or my friends feel comfortable, you know, relaxing at my house and they can –
1: let yeah. go, And yeah.
0: if that's my purpose to provide that for people where they can kind of uh, engage in their own healing process mm-hmm. then, and realize that they have that within themselves, yeah. then let that be my purpose. This
1: is such a great topic, and I know we don't really have time to go into it. But, yeah, I love talking to sex workers about how the therapeutic benefits um, that they often provide for people who, you know, a lot of people have sexual hangups because we're so, like – we stigmatize that conversation so yeah. much, um, and sex workers are like, you know, the one people that guys know aren't going to judge them for the most part, unless they want them to. Unless, you yeah. you want them to judge your penis, they will. And then there's that conversation. Dick rates are $125, but if you just want to feel good about your dick, we could we can do, that do that too.
0: That <laughs> like, we could do whatever you want. <laughs> um, I think there is something with that. I think we provide that safe space for people to be themselves and... You know, try on panties mm-hmm. and dance around, and, and and really be whoever they want to be at that yeah. you know, particular moment. And and it's kind of sad that they haven't been able to feel that comfortable with the people that they love or mm-hmm. the people that are in their life that love them. Yeah, you know that they feel that fearfulness is still there. Yeah, you know. And if I can recommend. Not only just communication, but comprehension has to be on the other side of that. You can't just communicate and have great communication if yeah. you can't listen either.
1: Yeah, that's so true.
0: You know, so both of those go hand in hand. So right and left hand, you can't. Yeah, you can do really well with one. Yeah, <laughs> but you love to have two. <laughs> <laughs> A lot more to grab onto. So yeah, I, I love that. I, I really love. I really love the space that I'm able to create for my fans. I I love the space that I'm able to create for my friends friends, my mm-hmm. business my business uh friendships and relationships out there as well. Yeah. And I just would like to improve on that. And improving on that is really just improving on myself. Yeah. So, yeah. Well Alexis, thank you so
1: much for coming <laughs> by. Always such a pleasure. I know we could talk for so much longer so we'll just we'll just have to do this
0: again okay twist my arm. <laughs> i will come here and talk to you anytime i oh love God, it I you're love you're, it. you're i love being around you oh thank you me too <laughs> Hugs.
1: can you tell everyone where you can they can find you online
0: yes you can find me on instagram alexis fox live twitter alexis fox my um my only fans fox fans and uh, oh, my my TikTok is now plant mom a fox.
1: Oh my god, how many TikToks have you been through?
0: <laughs> actually, this is just one, but I was so disappointed because like I actually took the time to do it, and I was like, shh, 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 okay, let me try to do these TikToks every day. And uh, then and I thought I was doing good, but you know, they just take it without any
1: yeah indication any
0: indication or anybody to be like well could we talk about this photo or talk what what about this is why you took it down so i don't have do it again i'm fine with playing people with people's rules
1: yeah just you just
0: need to know what they are are. they're not very clear because if i see a over here doing it and mine's being taken down that doesn't make sense yeah so be clear and concise with your rules and i'm happy to play them
1: yeah Fuck you, TikTok, but you can find me on TikTok <laughs> at Holly Randall Unfiltered. If I'm still there by this time this episode comes out, I say this all the time. I know, right? We you just all know never what know. Like. <laughs> um, at Holly Randall on Instagram and on Twitter. Just go to hollylinks.com. You can find all of my social media links. And of course, patreon.com slash unfiltered to support the show. Thank you guys so much for being here. See you next week. Yay. Thank you so much for listening. Your support means the world to me. A great way to show your love is to rate and review my show, and an easy way to do that is to go to ratethispodcast.com slash HRU, and you'll be directed to the various podcast apps your device supports, and then led to where you can leave your review. And if you can afford to financially support this podcast, you can do so for as little as $5 a month at patreon.com Unfiltered. This is where you'll get access to the live streams of my interviews, bonus Q&As with my guests access to my fine art photography and behind the scenes of my shoots, free memberships to my not-safe-for-work website, hollyrandall.com, merchandise such as stickers, mugs, and hoodies, and so much more. You can watch the video versions of these podcasts at my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash hollyrandallunfiltered. Join us every Sunday evening for episode premieres where you can chat live with myself and other HRU fans as we watch the newest release together. You can also follow the show on Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. All of my social media links are at hollylinks.com.